Hey, 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 happy new year, good people. We are back with another episode of the Cool Sore Podcast. But yes, we got a cool brat today. Kirk Brown joins the Cool Sore Podcast. And I'm so very happy to have him on today. This young man is the head of development at the Ron Clark Academy. Young brother doing amazing things. And yes, he was in the room when Oprah Winfrey donated $5 million to the school and its fundraising efforts. And he will tell you what everybody did when she announced that she was donating that money. So it's a really, really fun conversation, which I enjoyed. There is a little bit of noise you may hear in the background. They must have been doing some alarm tweaking or whatever at the spot where I recorded the gathering spot. So it may be a little bit, I may hear it in the background. Hopefully, my microphones did not pick it up, but just wanted to forewarn you. Okay, I hope you're doing great. Please make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Cool Sora. And yes, we are having a flash sale. We are getting rid of all the inventory that we have in stock on the Cool Sora Tees. So please make sure you check out that post on our Instagram page. Hit us up at cool at coolsore.com and let us know what sorority you represent and what shirt you want to get. Okay. That is cool at coolsore.com. Okay. We are doing very well. We have just crossed the 400,000 unique download threshold. Isn't that amazing? It's all because of you and you supporting us and the content that we are continuing to serve and give to you on a weekly basis. We definitely appreciate your support. Okay, and without further ado, here is Kirk Brown, the giver, right here on the Cool Sore podcast. Enjoy. You know you gotta be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself. I'm a cool soror. Hey y'all, I'm a cool soror of. What's up, y'all? I'm a cool soror of. Hi, I am a cool soror of. podcast hosted by me Rashawn Ali well it's a new year and we've got great new episodes and I'm really happy to uh, kick off our first cool bruh episode with Kirk Brown he's the head of development for the Ron Clark Academy one of the co-founders of the Emerging 100 this brother's doing a lot of things and he's young but first Kirk welcome to the show how are you? you I'm great how are you doing great and you are a cool brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated yes you are so we're really excited uh, that you uh, came on to to talk a little bit about what you do, who you are, Appreciate and that. brag on yourself. Is that going to be hard? Not at all. Right, right. Uh, it'll, it'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No, no pun intended. Right, right, right. right. So you're from the Bronx, New York. Why well, I got to well, put Why my accent on? you got to put on. the accent on? I know. Do people do that all the time? Not really. Oh. <laughs> Well, sometimes be like, "What up, son?" Like, right, yeah, right, right. Not too much. Yeah, but I don't really hear an accent. So, yeah, how I, long were you there? <laughs> I was there till I was what, 15, 14, 15. Really? Yeah. Okay. My family's Jamaican, uh-huh. so I don't think I ever had an accent. Okay. Even when I lived in New York, and right. when I came here, people didn't say I had an accent. So okay. I don't know. I just been very neutral right. my whole life. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> so you said, "Oh, your, your family's from Jama- Jamaica." So Jamaica, can you yeah. can you cook? Of course. Really? Yeah, jerk chicken. 
curry chicken, rice and peas. Okay. Look, oh, now see, I can hear your Jamaican accent come out. <laughs> well, you know, when I start, when I get in the mood, like Jamaican, it just comes out, especially when I'm around my family sometimes. Right, yeah. right, right. So you said 14 or 15, and then you moved here? Yeah, moved to Georgia. to Georgia. Okay, okay. Loganville, Georgia. So oh, not even like, oh you my know, God. in the metro Atlanta area, like out in the suburbs. I don't know how they pick Loganville, but. Yeah. What what type of um, that probably was a culture shock for you? Oh yeah, most definitely. How did you adjust? It was it was hard at first, but then it was super easy because okay. I was like, okay, this is a, this is a new city, a new state. Like, how are we gonna make the best of it? And so we were like the only blacks <laughs> in in our classes, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so everybody just kind of flocked to us, and we used it as an opportunity to get involved. Like, right. I was a drum major, homecoming king, all that in, in high school. Yeah. yeah. So it was dope. Yeah, so yeah. that's good because you know you could have been mad for like three exactly. years until you graduated. <laughs> well, actually, we was kind of we were kind of excited though because we were leaving and going to a new state. I mean, New York was cool, but it was like ah, we about to move to somewhere else, have yeah. our own house. It's about to be crazy. Yeah, so it was kind of exciting in that in that regard. What was your family's decision to to move here? Why did they choose to? Yeah, well, um, mom and dad were working real hard in 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 New York, and they were like, okay, how can we make life just a little bit easier? Have a little bit better quality life yeah and my aunt was living here so we came down to visit we were like yeah we could, we could do georgia yeah and so that's how we got down okay yeah. loganville though loganville, my goodness right and they still live out there i'm like we gotta drive 50 minutes every time we gotta go see the parents but it's cool well at least you don't have to take a flight and that's all real. that so that's yeah. Real. <laughs> yeah yeah i say the same thing my sister-in-law lives in chicago with her family and yeah. then my brother lives in Lawrenceville, but that's 50 minutes away from me. I'm like, you know what? Right. We have to get on the plane to go see your sister. I say to my husband, so let's go out to go out. Yeah. Lawrenceville. That's you right. know, just a, just a quick ride. Exactly. Okay, so then you you then you you're super involved. You're one of these um, amazing students. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'll take that. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And so you decided to go to Georgia State. You wanted to. You loved Georgia that much. You stayed in state. Yes. Well, okay. I was gonna go to UGA okay. or Georgia State. Those are my two options. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, I want to get back to the city. I was out in the suburbs. I was like, okay, I want to get back to the city. So okay. that's how I chose Georgia State. Okay. And okay. it was dope. Best right. decision ever. Really? Yes. You know, because I grew up here, and so yeah. we, when we look at Georgia State, we look at it as like, oh, come on. <laughs> like this, they go to school and then they go home. They but go, now right. it's so different. Oh, yeah. Talk to us. Talk to me about the difference. Uh, that how different Georgia State is now from what my perception has been. Oh yeah. So Georgia State, of course, historically it was like a commuter school right yeah. like people just got off work went to school and, and then went then home. They, right now it's completely different i mean you got student housing you got all these clubs you got all well eight of the nine fraternities and sororities mphcs mm-hmm. i mean so campus life is popping i mean it's even crazier now with even more student housing that they have yeah. in georgia state but yeah. yeah we had a good time i was involved i didn't feel like i was in the middle of a, like a city you know what i'm saying like yeah. sometimes people say georgia state I don't really feel like it's a campus because it's right in the middle of the city, but it was it was a great experience for me. We really? Loved it. Yeah. yeah. I just um, went to the probate show for um, the oh, new for the AKA, AKA line. It yeah. was awesome. I mean, at the stadium. At, right, <laughs> at the, right, at Turner Field. I'm yeah, like, okay, but was, that's now that's Georgia State's field. Exactly. Yeah, that's now, it was. And like, they brought out like a ton, like like 60 something. Yeah, think. it was a lot of people yeah. on the line, but it was like, it was a lot of love. It was a lot of love from everybody. Yeah. I, I was like, this is good. Yeah. And so when I came out there, I'm like, Georgia State doing it like this? <laughs> doing it like this, it's, yeah. Okay, so, th- that, yeah, go ahead. Georgia State Greeks, I mean, we're we're a PWI, but, I mean, the, the Greeks just do so much all the time. Right. I mean, when you look on social media, their programming is, is popping, their their community involvement is popping. Mm-hmm. So, 
like all everybody's doing their thing. So yeah. Georgia State is is up there with, with the other HBCUs. Yeah, okay, I mean you know I ain't gonna be I'm that. just saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you you went went to school and uh-huh. then uh what was your major in college? So get this. Well, my whole life I grew up, I was like, I'm going to be a judge. I'm going to be a lawyer, right? Uh-huh. So I went to school, majored in political science. Okay. That was my life goal. I was like, took my first political science class. This is trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I switched my major to psychology. Um, so I got my degree in psychology um, just because I enjoyed it in high school. Okay. And then right when I was about to graduate, I was like, oh, this is cool, but I kind of want to do some broadcast maybe but i never changed my uh my major so okay. i got the psychology degree um and got into fundraising uh and so yeah it's, it's been so a, how did you find your way into fundraising just connections uh somebody i knew was working i started at united way mm-hmm. oh okay uh, was working there and and an opportunity came up and you know they said i think you'd be great for it, it was a fresh job out of school so yeah i took it yeah uh, and loved it yeah how yeah. long did you stay there Stayed at United Way for five years. That's good. Yeah. Especially for your first job. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I had an incredible, they, it was like the training ground for my career in fundraising. They yeah. taught me everything. Um, got to, you know, meet a lot of people, build some relationships in the city with corporations and the nonprofit communities. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, you, you could really teach a lot of people like me. I mean, I have a nonprofit called Sporty Girls. We always need fundraisers and we need, <laughs> and we need young black males to be on our board. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know anybody. Like I mean, we got a 17th spot available. Just saying. <laughs> You're just saying, right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Nonprofits yeah. are always looking for fundraisers. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's hard for people to ask for money. And when somebody it's very hard. knows how to do it and likes to do it, you, you want to. So, okay. Yeah. Help me. We could do a one-on-one session. This okay. could be great. Just because <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I'm a media personality. Right. And I've never leveraged my relationships properly. Yes. Because I don't know, I don't like to ask. That is crazy. I know. So for someone like me, oh my, give God. me a one-on-one on how, because I know that Sporty Girls has not reached the levels that it could have Yeah. Because based on me. Yeah. Because if your leader or, you know, your founder isn't going out there, and exactly. I just never you felt to, comfortable. Oh my, okay. The number one reason why people don't give. Is because they don't, they're not asked. They're not asked. I know. Yeah, and you have a great organization. And so people will see your passion. I mean, you're already a passionate person and you're doing great work. And so people want to give to people who are doing great work. Right. And so really just got to tell the story and then ask. You can't just tell them all the good things you're doing. Right. You got to follow up with the ask too. Right. So can you guys give $10,000 to support this program? We can get five girls through this block. You wow. show them the results, why they need to give, they're going to give. It's that simple. It's, it's, I mean, you just got to ask, Rashawn. I know. <laughs> it sounds easier. It's not, but we've got, but I will say we do have a, a great board in place. We've got yeah. a huge retreat coming up um, where we're just knocking things out um, January yeah. 20th. And if you guys hear some noise in the background at the <laughs> gathering spot, I don't know what's going <laughs> what's on. What's going on <laughs> Well, we're going to press through because this is a, this is a great conversation. Yeah. I'm having a good time. So please ignore that. I'll try to make sure it's uh, minimal throughout the rest of the interview. So. You're at United Way, then then what happens after that? After that, so I had a great friend of mine who left United Way to go to the Ron Clark Academy okay. to lead their fundraising program. Well, she was there for a few years and was leaving, and she said Ron and Kim wanted her to fill the position. And so she said, Kirk, I can't think of any, a better person to come over here and do this. And I wow. Like, okay, well, I don't know about working in a school, but I'll, I'll go out and check it out anyways. Um, 
And so I went and I fell in love. Have you ever been? I've been like way, way early okay. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I walked I, in that place and I was like, where are we? Like, right. you literally feel like you're walking into a, a magical wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the students respond. Oh, my God. You all have developed some amazing young people. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mr. Clark has an amazing vision. Yeah. His vision to, to make this happen and really set out to do it has been unprecedented. Yes. So you were there when Oprah gave that money? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was my event that I, right. What? So, so um, break it all the way down. Put the microphone break, right here so we can hear you okay. closely. There break we go. Break it all the way down. Yeah. So we were, it's our 10th year um, this past year. And I was telling Ron, I said, okay, Ron, we need to have a 10th anniversary celebration. Like we need to have an event. And he's like, no, Kirk. Like, I, you know, it's 10 years. I don't want to do an event. And I just kept pressing him. Like, we need to do an event. He's like, no. And so finally he gave in. I was like, okay, great. He's like, so who are we going to have come? I was like, well, ask Oprah. Because <laughs> they got a great relationship. Right, he right. He was profiled on her show. Um, they stay in touch and, and all, you know, that sort of deal. And so he asked her, and she agreed, like, right off the bat. Wow. And so she, Just to come and attend the event. Just to come and attend the event to host it, really. Okay. Yeah, so she said, of course, I would love to. So she came and hosted the event. Um, we had hundreds of people there at our school and she hosted it opened up the event told a great story and then at the end of the event she got on stage and she said you know i've been so moved i've by everything i've seen tonight everything i've heard tonight you guys have just touched my soul and she said i was gonna match your gift which is a corporation because they were the whole night corporations were getting up announcing gifts uh -huh. to our our capital campaign she said i was gonna ma match your half million i was gonna match your half million but i said you know, I've just been moved by by everything. I'm going to give $5 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so everybody we, just went Everybody ballistic. went crazy. I was on the state, on the floor, like, going, because oh, like, ah, I'm responsible for raising the funds. Right. So I'm like, $5 million, that's crazy. What was your goal going in? Well, our goal was $15 million. Okay. Um, and so the whole way up, we were raising funds to try to announce that night how much we'd raise so we'd raise like seven and a half million dollars okay. okay and, and people so, were pledging to try pledging. to help you get exactly. to that number and so oprah gets on stage and she says she's gonna give five million i mean we went crazy ron fell out on the stage <laughs> <laughs> on the video you can see like oprah looks at him she's like hello oh right 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 <laughs> so um it was it was just incredible the whole night it was about the students and about our school and uh and she she felt the love in the building yeah um and she was moved and she said i'm gonna get five million dollars so it's that was yeah wow incredible i mean i can't i mean we reported it on our show on, on sister circle and i'm just like oh wait are you serious yeah oh, we man. did yeah awesome. yeah yeah we <laughs> I, gotta talked, go I mean that, that was a nationwide story yeah i mean that is just Phenomenal. So this money that you all raise obviously goes back into the school. Are there some different programs you're going to be implementing? What exactly are you going to do with the money? With the money, yeah. yeah. So our school, I'm not sure if you know, but we're not just a school where we have our kids fifth through eighth grade, but we are also an educator training facility. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Didn't we train that. thousands of educators a year at RCA on our methods, our best practices. And so, yeah, literally. And these teachers don't necessarily teach at ron clark they take no, those tools and go where else they go, go to other, their own other places okay and implement them so um the past 10 years we've had over forty-six thousand educators from around the country are you kidding yeah. me? yeah 50 states 22 countries so they come to our school like this friday well not this friday but on a, any given friday we have like four to six hundred teachers in our school and so mr clark does he well i guess he trains people to implement this this program that, that yeah. he developed 
So our whole school, so all of our teachers teach with like high academic rigor, student engagement. They're super interactive and innovative in the classroom. So when the teachers come, they're observing every single teacher in our school. So what we've done in our school, Mr. Clark and Ms. Bearden, they're the co-founders. They went around the country and found the best teachers and put them all in our school. Wow. And so when teachers come, they're looking to see what excellence in a classroom looks like. Oh, man. And they see it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And so they come and take that back to their schools. So the $15 million uh, capital campaign that we're doing um, is going to go to build a new facility so that we can train even more teachers. We're going to train 150,000 educators over the next 10 years. Awesome. Hey, Founders Day is coming up for Alpha Kappa Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta, and Zeta Phi Beta. Do you have your Founders and Pearl subscription box? Well, I need for you to go ahead and get that. Now, it's the first of the year, so they have the homage box. That's right. It's available for individual purchase. Please make sure you use the CoolSore code for free shipping today. But the great thing I love about this subscription box is that it offers not only awesome paraphernalia, but also health and beauty products. I just got my box, my winter box, and it was fantastic. I got two pair of gloves, some candles. I also got some good smelly good stuff. It's just awesome. I really love this box because it's very unique. Nobody out there is doing it like Founders and Pearls. So go ahead and peruse the site, foundersandpearls.com. And at checkout, use CoolSore and you will get free shipping. So don't forget, we are now taking orders for the homage box. I love saying that because we are definitely representing the Divine Nine Sisterhoods. Okay, so go ahead and log on to foundersandpearls.com and get your subscription box today. Now back to the show. What does Mr. Clark do? What does, what does Ron Clark do for himself? Like, because he's a giver. I mean, yeah. all of you all are, are, are giving into the lives of children. My husband's an educator. Oh, awesome. My, yeah, my, 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 my father is a retired educator. So I, I've been around education, obviously. From the my, deck. Yeah, from, and then married into it again. Yeah. Uh, but what does he do for himself? Like, you know, does he do anything outside of giving to other people? Yeah, I mean, that's him at, at a, you know, at the core. He just yeah. loves to give, but he really enjoys traveling and okay, seeing good. the world, too. So okay. he's probably been to, you know, the seven continents. Yeah. Um, he just loves to travel and pour back um, into the school, into the students. So, yeah. Yeah. He, he loves that. What's the waiting list like for uh, Ron so there, yeah. <laughs> so there is no waiting list. Okay. But um, so what we, we what we do every October we open our application season for incoming fourth graders. Fourth graders, yeah. Um, well, incoming fifth graders, they apply in their fourth grade Okay, got gotcha. So next year, though, we announced at our 10th anniversary, we're adding a fourth grade class. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I know. They, these third grade parents exactly. are like, what? Yeah. yeah. So we'll have third and fourth grade students applying uh, in October 2018. And it is very like it is. It's it's hard to get in. Yeah. Because so, I know you guys want the top. Yeah. Notch. Well, we don't just pick the top academic kids or the top stu- we have a, a wide range of kids that we select so yeah. for every class a third of the kids that we accept are kids who were academically successful in the past okay a third of the kids were kids in the middle 
and a third of the kids we accept are kids who had no academic success prior. Okay. Yeah. So they're around, all of them are around each other to be able to learn and yeah. grow from one another. So our academic strategies, our engaging strategies, our academic rigor, everything, every kid succeeds. And so part of the reason is because we want teachers when they come to our trainings to say, oh, my, you know, my, my classroom looks like that too. You know, yeah. I have kids who are grade levels below sitting beside a kid who are who is grade levels above. How yeah. do you teach them all? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And know how to cater to that child. Exactly. Because a lot of teachers don't have the skill set and they teach to the middle. So the, the child that's that exactly. does not do as well can't teach, can't go to the middle. And this one that's excelling can't go down. Exactly. So it's really hard. So yeah. everybody needs Ron Clark so, training. Exactly. And that's <laughs> hilarious. Well, I mean, that's not, not hilarious, but it's ironic because Ron literally says that all the time. When he first started teaching, um, the principal told him to teach to the middle and hit them all the best you can. He was like, no. I'm going to teach to the top and hold everybody to that to that level. So we have high expectations for our kids, and they all rise and yeah. succeed. You love what you do. I love it. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 <laughs> why do you have so much passion for, for what you do? Well, I've always been um, a giver and a servant, like, my whole life. I learned it from my parents. Uh, and so this is the perfect opportunity for me to do that um, here at RCA. And it's just fun. Like, you literally – I literally have fun – Every single day I walk into the into the building. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. the kids just give you so much life. These are like 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds. And you think you're talking and having conversation, interacting with young adults who are in their 20s. They're, yeah. they're that polished because we expect high from them. And I mean, they they go out and kill it. You know, what do you think your presence being a black male in the position that you're in yeah. at the Ron Clark Academy with it's, it's predominantly black, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, children of color. How do you think that you are changing lives just by being there every single day. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of our kids are in single parent homes. And so just being an example, just being there for them, someone that they can come and talk to, whether it's about their grades or, you know, advice about something, it's making a huge difference in their lives. And yeah. you can tell when they graduate and they come back and they still have that connection and that relationship with you. Uh, and they come to you for advice just yeah. in life, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so it makes a huge difference. And we, we have quite a few black males in our That's building. That's so good. And so we wrap our arms around them. Anything that they need, they know that they can they can reach out to us. Even the mamas, they, yeah. they know that we're here for them as a whole. So yeah. it's great. How do you think we can get more black men back into the classroom and, and as a whole? Yeah. Uh, it's just recruiting and making what we say at RCA is how do we make education like sexy again? Because uh -huh. they see, you know, kids see how teachers are being treated by parents, yep. you know, and by, you know, administration and how much work and things that they have to go through. And so how do we make it in a profession where black men and people in general want to come and be educators and want to be in the education space? And so, it's all about how we treat people, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think it goes back to that. Like, yeah. Let's let's treat our teachers and so our kids. That's societal yeah. at this point. Right. It is. We've got to do a better job. I mean, the parents have to make sure that they're not just sending their kids to, to school to be uh, raised either. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, that's, I got you. that's unfair to, to the teacher. Wow. Yeah. So um, you are a co-founder of uh, Emerging 100. Tell everybody what that is and the great work that you all are doing there as well. Yeah. So the Emerging 100, we're the young professional auxiliary of the 100 Black Men of Atlanta. Uh, and so the 100 Black Men, longstanding organization in the city. Uh, in 2010, they were like, okay, well, we've got the collegiate 100, right? We've got the college students and we've got you know, seasoned professions. Uh -huh. We don't have anyone in between. And so how can we bridge the gap 
Uh, and so 10 of us came together and we formed the Emerging 100. Uh, and so we mentor kids at Best Academy High School. We yeah. mentor the Collegiate 100. Uh, we do, you know, professional development for ourselves and for our peers in the city. So it's a really great organization. Yeah. I mean, starting from where we were and like seeing what we do now, I mean, our, our annual holiday soiree had like 1,400 people there at the oh, firm bank. Man. And so all those funds goes into a pot so that we can provide scholarships. Last year, we gave out over $50,000 really? in scholarships to high school kids. That yeah. is great. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we've, we've built a lot of relationships um, with corporate partners in the city and community partners, and it's, it's continuing to grow. You are just partnered up. I need, partnered up. <laughs> oh, Lord, I need help. I need help. It's For all sure, good. You got to ask. I know. Ask. I know. Yeah. I know. I'll get it. I know. I know. I'm you working on it. Your board, too. Your board, they, they got to ask, too. Yeah. So we, that's what you. I'm saying. We're having a retreat. We yeah. have an entirely new board. I mean, okay. we have some veterans on there, but we've got new energy, yeah. new perspective. We got amazingly smart people. We do need another. We need a male. Just, <laughs> just saying. If you think just about board. Saying. Okay, let's know. chat. <laughs> Be on the board. We would love to have you. Yeah. All right. So in fall 2005, you became a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Yeah. Did Alpha Phi Alpha choose you, or did you choose Alpha Phi Alpha? Alpha Phi Alpha. Oh man, is that a trick question? No, it's a good. <laughs> it's a question that you need to answer. Yeah. Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, because my like I said, my family's Jamaican. Nobody Greek. I Greek. What? I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Especially going to a predominantly white high school. Mm-hmm. Uh. So when I got to Georgia State, I saw, you know, these uh, dapper men in suits dressed up, <laughs> killing it. I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah. And then I saw them on the yard strolling, and they were involved in, like, different organizations. And so I did my research. My roommate, he's from Americas, uh-huh. um, down south. And so he knew something about fraternities. And so he's like, those are the alphas, and, you know, pretty yeah. much breaking it down for me. So did my research, um, and... You know, that's the organization I want to go with, and they wanted me as well. Right, yeah. right, right. Number two, how many more on your line? So it's five of us. Wow, yeah. yeah so yeah. four others. I'm the deuce. Uh huh. Yep. GQ, GQ Zeta Mu. Yeah, GQ Zeta Mu. <laughs> I right. see. I mean, you do you dress like that every day? Are every you? day, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like all my friends tease me. They say, you, you sleep in a suit, don't you? Yeah, I'm in a suit all day, every day. Really? Even at Georgia State, I was suited, suited and booted. Why, well, where did you get that? that from well the the men like my profites they were suited i mean they just were about their business and so they dressed like dressed apart as businessmen carry themselves and so i took that on as well wore suits and just you know it just but prior to alpha did you wear like suits all the time well, then co- no not all the time okay. I, I started to dress up a little bit because i wanted to to be like them you know right, what I'm saying? Right. so i want i wasn't wearing suits but i had the collared shirts and you know things like that in the loafers yeah so, so now you're clean cut now do, clean you, cut. do you work out in your suit <laughs> <laughs> right no 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 yeah. i mean i would if i could no i'm just playing hilarious but, yeah that is fantastic so gqz to me i love it i love it so where do you get your you say you get your work ethic and your um your ability to know what it feels like to give and yeah. to implement that you got it from your parents tell me a little bit more about your parents yeah so um just my parents, my mom's a, an accountant by trade. My dad's uh, always been a man of his hands. So okay. he worked in a print shop and also worked on cars and mechanics. So he's just that kind of guy. So we've always been involved in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so in New York, my mom was running the books for the church. My dad was a minister and a deacon. So, And they continued that even when we moved here to Georgia. So I've just seen them always just give back, serving, you know, cooking, giving people rides, just doing a lot for others. Yeah. Uh, So I think they just by their example instill that in us. So 
that's where I get it. From. That's where we all get it from. Yeah, I mean, we, we just love to give back and, and and do for others. So it's fun for me. Yeah, yeah. Your energy is really good. I appreciate. Yeah. That. What 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 do you attribute <laughs> to the energy that you give off? Um, I probably my family. Like literally, my family is so crazy. I if I miss a holiday, I'm I'm depressed because it's it's a comedy show the whole time. My really? sister is a comedian. She's crazy. My dad is just a great guy. My mom, her energy radiates the room. So. I think it's just my family um, dynamics. We, we're just all close-knit. Yeah. We, you know, family is, is all you got, right? Yeah, so absolutely. We believe heavily in just kind of doing for each other, being there for each other, and just loving on each other all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And you and now and now you are a newlywed, coming upon your yes. first wedding anniversary I, in yeah. March, right? In March, March yeah. 23rd. And you met your wife while serving. While serving. How yeah. About that? Isn't yeah. that beautiful? <laughs> how about that? So how has it been for you, this, this first almost year of marriage, and yeah. how has she adapted to your family, being that you all are very family-oriented? Yes. She loves my, I mean, she's right in the mix with them. My yeah. wife's crazy, too. She's, <laughs> <laughs> so she fits right in. Um, she's hilarious, but, um, this first year has been great. We've been having a great time. Good. Just kind of just living life, um, you know, having fun, having new experiences, yeah. growing our faith together. Um, so it's just, it's, it's fun. It's good. a good time. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that, you know, you, you are doing what you're doing Thank you. for, for, for others I appreciate and that. these children are benefiting and, uh, I, you know, have good brothers like you in this yeah. world. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I appreciate it's a beautiful that. thing. Yeah. And I'm really glad that we were able to connect. Absolutely. So people can can hear more about what you do and all the great things going on at the Ron Clark Academy. So if a parent is listening and yeah. is interested in their child being a part of this amazing experience, yes. what do they need to do? Yeah, so in October 2018, they need to look out on the ronclarkacademy.com website. Okay. So if their student is in the third grade or in the fourth grade, they can go on our website and submit an application. Okay. Uh, and so they'll just take it from there. And it's yeah. pretty simple from there. There's no waiting list. Um, there's nothing that they need to do prior to that. A lot of times parents are like, what do I need to do to prepare my child? to, right, to get right. in arts nothing just the best thing to do is to just let the kid be themselves yeah uh, and so yeah apply october 2018 and it's open for just 30 days for that for that month okay um what is your end all be all kirk like what oh do you what gosh. do you see for yourself i mean i know that's i mean you're you know you're doing great <laughs> things now and i understand that we always yeah. have to be present in the now but i know you see something for yourself yeah and i don't know rashawn uh Definitely still serving in some capacity. Yeah. Lo- like what g- brings me the greatest joy is connecting people, helping people. Um, I, ju- I just love seeing my friends and others succeed. Yeah. Uh, and so whatever whatever that is, I think it has to be centered around helping others. So yeah. I don't know exactly what that is if I had to put like a yeah, title on it. Yeah, and you don't have to. Yeah. But I was just wondering if yeah. you might know. You may be like Oprah and just go around the country and give people $5 million. You could be that type <laughs> hey, of philanthropist. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One day, I, I claim that. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, there's lots of great things happening in our communities that need support. And so from the small ones to the medium ones, I mean, they all... Yeah, we, we, we all we need all help. We all need help, okay? <laughs> we do. Last question. What is your definition of cool? Oh, my definition of cool... Man, y'all don't tell me this question. Well, sometimes, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you're not going to have to, you can't, you can't know yeah. everything. My definition of cool is definitely doing what you love and, and being confident in that. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, that's, that's my definition, that's your definition of cool. Of cool. Yeah. Just, just be you 100%. Do what you love uh, and everything else falls into place. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope that we did not 
make you mad by this sound in the background. <laughs> and hopefully these good microphones are unidirectional so they just <laughs> didn't really pick it up. Right. But we apologize in advance. But this is some good stuff appreciate from Kirk that. Brown. We appreciate you being a part of the show. Absolutely. And continue success on everything. Likewise, my sister. I appreciate you. Thank you. My name is Kirk Brown. I'm the head of development for the Ron Clark Academy. And I'm a cool bro of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Ice, 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 too cold, too cold. Ice, 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 the black and old gold.